Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How, How are you doing, Dad? I'm fine, Steve. Thank you. How are you doing? You Good. progressing with your... Yeah, yeah. Um, unpacking and uh, getting a little bit straighter, I imagine, now, are you? Or not? Yeah. Uh, some we're making a little progress <laughs> it's a it's slow but we are getting there um mm. there is just uh yeah it's there's a lot of distractions a lot of ha- a lot of stuff happening so we're, we're chipping away at it very mm. gradually um but you know settling in anyway as you do in a, in a new place i've been here for a month now uh and so it is it's it feels, you know, really nice and homely and um, the area and getting to know our neighbours more and um, the locals and, and just generally in our routine, you know. So it's uh, it definitely feels like we've we've settled, um, even though the place isn't completely uh, unpacked yet. <laughs> but it will be. You'll have it all sorted out uh, in time. You've just got to... Be patient, I think. It's been, I mean, you've got a lot of work on at the moment. You're doing a lot of work, you and, and both your, you and Mims. You're both working very hard um, in, in your jobs. So, and little baby as well, toddling around it, um, and your cats. It takes a bit of um, manipulating, doesn't it? And getting it, you know, all your priorities right. Yeah. It, it will happen. Yeah, exactly, and then and then obviously we've got another one on the way, so it's gonna it's gonna get a little bit more chaotic. But by then, this place would have been, uh, you know, oh, yeah. have been really set yeah. here and, and all organised and, and have our routine and and everything. So um, yeah, it, but but life is great, you know. Still very very grateful for this place. Um, you know, still very much appreciating um the house and um and where we're at and and so that's you know it's lovely it's really nice um how has your week been busy as you know we've had um the final little touch that we've had um with our renovations down on this ground floor here and uh, that's been uh, the really it's taken three days which is more than we thought um, but it's all finished now and it looks great, and uh, and uh, it's um, it's the last it's the last thing, so we can now sit back and relax and enjoy it all, which is what we're going to be doing. Uh, no, otherwise, yeah. you know, we've got lots going on. We've got a food festival at the moment in Broadstairs uh, over the next three days, starting today, and we're going to pop along later on. It's 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 an annual event. Well, it's a twice annual event actually. They have one in the a, a smaller one in the um, springtime and then one in the autumn and uh, it, it's it's very very well populated I mean we get, we get hundreds and hundreds of people come so it's uh, it's nice because in Brawl says you've got right through the year you've got different events going on and uh, it's good for the town good for us keeps us going as well so, and say so we're going to pop down and see what we can see later on today Lovely. That sounds sounds very nice. Sounds very tasty. Um, mm. Very good. Okay. Well, uh, this week um, you've started a new picture, and we want to talk about that and show that mm. off to everyone. Um, so we're going to pop that up on screen now. 
uh, and a, a subject that you've done a few times in the past. Uh, not quite like this, though. Yes, I, I don't know how many times. It was about five, four or five times. Yeah, I'm sure people would tell me. But um, it's been... It, it's something I, I've resisted for a while because I, I used to do it quite regularly, the tiger. Every now and again, I used to pop a tiger in. But... Um, it's been a while since I did the last one, and I haven't done one in the pastel mat, which I was looking forward to doing, because there is a there is a difference. You can see even this one now. You can add, not so much with what you're putting on the screen now, but I've advanced it a little bit further now, and it is it's definitely easier to represent the fur and the stripes and all of the other things having that extra bite that's there with the pastel mat. So I think you'll be quite amazed when you see it uh, finished. So will I. Mm. Yeah, it does. It does look interesting. And um, you've done, I think you've chosen sand, the sand colored paper before for a tiger. Um, you mm. know, when one of the early uh, Karen Dash pictures that you you introduced Karen Dash pastel pencils you did a tiger on a rock did. Uh, I don't remember that yeah a long time ago uh and, and I think that was that was the sand colored paper is that really the best choice for for a subject oh, like this oh without doubt um and I do mention that a couple of times as we go through and you can see even on that picture there you can see the sand influence that's there I mean, if we imagine that if I'd used a dark grey, for instance, I, could, I would have had to work quite hard to get the base colour into it. Whereas with the sand, you're kind of almost there. You've just got to, uh, you've got an under, underbelly, underbelly of colour. And uh, that's really important. You don't leave it. I don't leave it uh, at any point in time. Do I leave it uh, just the paper? I wouldn't do that. But it's the influence of that that makes a difference. Again, if you have a lighter colour, you've got to work harder with the stronger tones to get those looking right. So the sand, uh, well, it started off when I used to do the ongre. Um, well, it, I mean, the sand pastel mat is a bit darker than the ongre, but even the ongre paper helped uh, enormously when I started out. Um, but now we've got the benefit, really, with pastel mat. You can change. You can have uh, light grey, which I've used a few times. The next picture, funnily enough, that I'm going to—I won't—I'm not going to talk about that today. But that's something I'm going to be starting probably next week, sometime next week, and that's going to have the light grey pastel mat. It won't have sand, so you'll see. I think a difference then. I, I'll. I don't know whether I'll show you next week. It might be the week after, because we've got a busy week next week here. Uh, so it may be um, the week after that. But that's going to be the light grey pastel mat I'm going to be using for that. And uh, I mean, I know that before I even start, because I know the I, I know the, the reference picture I've got, and I know the colours that I'm going to using. So I can see I can see that myself on the light grey pastel mat paper. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm I'm curious with them um, when looking at this picture. When I've seen you do tiger stripes before in the past, um, you know, there's not a huge 
amount of colour that's this kind of needed, you know, um, in terms of to get the the fur and the stripes. Um, because you know those stripes obviously aren't black for anyone unsure they're not they're not just black on there's there's a couple of colors underneath that um but i'm wondering because it's pasta mat do you need to or do you choose to put more color in do you try and t do you try and do you keep the formula the same in terms of all tiger stripes that you've done in the past kind of the same or do you try and push it a little bit further with a picture like this Interesting. That, that's a good question. And one that, um, if we can just take the stripe on its own, I just use two colours for that. Just two colours. Now, normally I would use more than that. But because the sand colour, pastel matte paper, is quite um, a strong undertone, if you like, you don't need to do that. So what I did... the. the the two lots of stripes there. There's a stripe across the top of the head, and where you've got the white, you can see, you can see where the white round the eye and down the, the bib here. What you do there is use the base color of 175. Now, I'll come back to that in a minute, but with the orangey tones, the ochre tones, when you're using that. You use 176 as a base colour. I experimented with this before I started and it worked really, really well. So why is that? Well, the reason is 175 is an earth colour and earth colours go better when you're using greys and whites. Okay, because those um, greys, you just about know, see on, on the, um, the white uh, sections, uh, that was... 104 and 108, those two colours, and they are in, in um, Carbothello. If you were using Faber on its own, it would simply be 273 and 270. So, now, the reason you use 175 is because that is in the same league, of the earth tones, as those colours. See what I mean? Is it, is it 708? Is that the warm grey? Seven, they're warm greys. You hit it on the head. They're both warm greys. They're yeah. warm greys with 175, which is warm. Black goes on top. Well, black isn't a colour. It's a darkening agent. And that, that goes with everything. So you'd use the 175 and then the black for those stripes. You've got to kind of you, you intermix it a little bit. Sometimes you get an overspill, especially where you've got the orangey fur and then you get the white fur what do you do there do you do 176 as a base or 175 actually you put a little bit of both in there you can mix it about a little bit it's not that critical and i think probably most people probably wouldn't worry about that they just do it and then you on the other side on the other side you're using 176 which is a it's kind of um it's like an earthy brown. It's richer, redder, if you like, than the um, 175. If you put the two together, you'll see a very distinct difference between them. If you put 176 against 175, 176 looks red, reddy brown. You can see it very clearly. And that's exactly the colour that I wanted underneath those stripes. 
So it's interesting, isn't it? I, I find that fascinating. Uh, you'd have to experiment a little bit when you're doing something like this, but it works out and it works out. From, from, I've done more of those now, more of the, um, the orangey uh, areas and they come up absolutely brilliant. Now, the, the colour that you see on the left-hand side sort of at a level with the mouth on the other side, is ivory. Now, in that case, you're using ivory as a base colour for those um, ready turns, which is 186, 187, and there's a couple of other colours I throw in as well to give you that orangey look. Hmm. This so is slightly favorite. sort of advanced in terms of, you know, your, your colour choices and things, um, slightly different to, you know, in in a, in a very basic comparison, the tiger that you that's a free class, for example, where you keep it quite uniform, quite these are the colours. That's that's you know there's only six in the whole picture, so you keep it quite straightforward, and it, it's just right. interesting advancing that and having more colours to choose from and, and how you layer those. Absolutely, and so, I haven't counted the amount of pencils yet because I haven't finished it, but it's going to be probably. Uh, in the region of 30-odd, I would think, pencils I've used. And I think that's a conservative estimate. So there's a lot of colour. There's a lot of colours. And that's where I think when you have a, a range of tones that we've got through the um, different makes of pencils that we've got, you've got wonderful choices. You're able to get almost exactly the colour that you're looking for on that. Uh, so, uh, yes, it is. It's, it's, um, I had to do this one because I wanted for my own benefit, and I love doing tigers anyway, uh, uh, without doubt my favourite animal. And um, I had to do it again just to see how far I can take it. And uh, I think you'll find that... Uh, you'll find that my um, narrative throughout this is going to be very interesting to listen to because I, I, I come across things and I think, wow, I've learned this. So I then tell the, uh, the, the uh, viewer, you know, exactly why and um, whys and wherefores. And I think this is quite interesting to actually see that uh, materialize you know in in the pictures um one of the things i have found with this sometimes you know when you're doing a picture you you kind of think oh have i got that right oh, no i think i maybe i ought to do this and so on this like indecision that's there now everybody i used to have this all the time it used to be something that i was oh am i going to do it am i going to do it right now you get to the point now, in, in my experience, when you do get it right first time. You don't get it wrong. Now that might sound a bit, you know, boastful, but it's not. It's learning. It's have you learned from the experience you've had, especially through the, the different uh, mediums. Uh, not the mediums, well, mediums too, really. Watercolour, coloured pencils and so on. Um, but through the um, experiences you've had, with your um, subject material, because each one, as I've said this before, each one's got its own set of rules, if you like. And once you once you master the, all those rules, 
you then fall back into this category of, of confidence that you are right. It's like an intuitive. You, you, you work on intuition. That tells you, if I think, mm, what colour do I want? I'll wait for that colour to hit, pop into my head. And it does. That's how I came to work out the, the uh, colours of the stripes. But anyway, um, that, that alone now, it's quite deep. But um, I think people find that probably quite interesting to know that this is the, um, the process by which I'm working. But it makes it, it makes it worth striving for. If you can ever get to that stage, and I'm sure many, many of our uh, members will get to that stage one day, it's very satisfying to know. One of the things I did say uh, as I was doing the orange stripes, because you can, you can get, it can get tedious. If you're an impatient person, you think, oh, God, I've got a whole lot to do here. And at one point in time, when I was going through quite a large, a long um, process of this particular um, orangey fur, I thought to myself, I wonder if people are thinking, are you bored? Is this boring, Colin? So I actually echoed that and say, do you know, folks, I love doing this. I could do this all day long. And when you think, really, that's, that, surely that's tedious. It doesn't become tedious if, if you're really enjoying the process, which I was there. So that's something that um, I, I have learned over the years. But when I first started, I used to think like that. Oh, I've got all that fur to do, God. In fact, I used to say sometimes you ought to just break away and do something else and then go back to it because it was so tedious. Well, this day, it doesn't happen so much now, fortunately. Um, but I find that interesting. Any other points you want to raise, sir? I think it's really interesting seeing you go back to doing a tiger after so long, as you say, and sort of revisiting that with, uh, you know, even more experience behind you and um, and all of that. So I just think it's it's been really lovely to see you do that. And I, I know that I I wouldn't mind seeing you revisit other subjects that you have done before just to see you do them again mm. uh mm. and see what choices you make and see if uh see if the you know what the results are because i just think it's so so interesting and we mm. know that tigers are popular as well so i'm sure that everyone is going to really enjoy doing this picture you say um next week we should we should have a finished picture of this one you'll definitely um, have a finished without doubt you will uh, one of the things that uh, i've got to do there you can't I can't give you a, a, a view of the photographs. I haven't got it here. But the, um, the background is different. Here again, I had to look at... The, I had to um, put my pencils down and talk people through. I think, what am I going to do with this background? I, I had an idea because the photographic reference I was looking for had that kind of background that I was looking for. But I thought, well, how do I achieve that? I'm not going to tell you. I have to wait until next week and I'll tell you how I actually got to that. When you look at it, you think, wow, it's plain-ish, but very striking. So I'll tell you how I got to that uh, next week. But these are the kind of things that I find fascinating because you could be stuck. You could think, well, what am I going to do? I mean, in the past, you know, with especially with tigers and those animals, I've used greens and browns and ochres and greys. Well, I couldn't do it on this one. 
I could have done. But you have to follow basically what's given to you on the photographic reference because that gives you the, the setting, if you like. You don't, you don't have to follow a setting, but you have to follow colour tones, especially if they appeal to you because you're probably attracted by a picture. You know, you're looking at a picture and you think, oh, that really looks good. Why does it look good? Is it just the pose or is it the influence of the background and the tones that um, relate to that? So, um, so I, you have to keep to it. But that's another thing that uh, uh, I think we can talk forever on that one next, next time I see you, when I get a bit further yeah. down the, the line. Um, Excellent stuff. Well, I look forward to seeing what the finished picture looks like next week. And then you've already got a, a second one lined up, another picture lined up. So that's, that's very exciting. Good. Lots to talk about. Fantastic. Um, we haven't got any other questions this week, um, but if you do want us to discuss anything, then as always, please get in touch with us. We'll happily uh, answer your questions. Um, but we're also equally happy to, to look at Dad's work and discuss how he's doing, what he's doing, um, and hopefully that's still very interesting to you all. Um, but for now, we will leave it there for this week. So thank you, everyone, for watching and for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.